You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. Happy Hump Day, everyone. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Stephanie, and I'm joined by Nick, and this is episode number 478, and we are bringing you all of the latest news and news. But before we begin, we encourage you to go ahead and check out our friends over at YourStoryTravel.com. Reach out to one of our lovely agents on the latest Disney info and deals. It's easy. You can click on Our Story and reach out to one of our agents or join our Ahana and become an agent yourself. Simply go to YourStoryTravel.com. But Steph, before we begin, we do have some breaking news that literally just happened minutes ago, by the way. And I think this may be an actual first ever on this podcast where we sat down to record and then some you know buzzfeed came over my phone and this is very interesting it's one of my favorite places at walt disney world there in the magic kingdom in orlando well, in orlando so walt disney world there at the magic kingdom i'm talking about what happened yeah, yeah well first me, off we don't do this often let's let's cue the awesome breaking news <laughs> soundbite here real quick pardon our pixie dust and hang on to those magic bands and Mickey ears. But this just in. Here's a Mousecapades podcast breaking news story. Not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. All right, so this is what happened over at... Uh, Can you start it with this just in? All right, so this just in, Stephanie and listeners, over at Walt Disney World there in Fantasyland, Big Top Souvenirs... Caught on fire. <gasps> really? Yeah, so Big Top Souvenirs and Pete's Silly uh, Sideshow are currently closed due to what cast members are reporting as technical difficulties. Now, this is coming from Walt uh, WDW News Today, by the way. The technical difficulties were supposedly a fire that broke out in the shop last night. There is the possibility that it might open up tomorrow, but this is only speculation on part of cast members. WDW Info heard alarms going off near the building that might be connected to the issue or now extinguished fire, they're saying. So um, So this happened yeah, last night. This happened last and night. And it's been shut, all, shut down all day today. I want to know who heard the alarms. Uh, they go on to say WDW News heard the alarms, but I wonder if they happened to be there at the same time or what. I don't know. So this, they just tweeted this out, but yet this happened yesterday. Right. Yeah. So anyway, Something so hush, hush. breaking news, but not so breaking, but uh, breaking to us because we just it just came over the phone. Right. So very interesting. We don't get to do that too often on the podcast. We've had some breaking news, but it was like planned breaking news to report out. This literally just came over my my phones minutes ago. Like as we were sitting here. Yeah, as we were sitting, setting up, and getting ready to record. So. Wow. Yeah. One of my favorite places, though. I hope it didn't burn too bad. <laughs> I would imagine there would be a lot more breaking news happening if it was like a burn to the ground type of situation, you know? Right. I'm sure it's something small. They're going to fix it. They're going to make sure it's safe. Then they're going to reopen it. Other than that, how was uh, how was the week searching for the latest uh, news and rumors? Did you have did you have a lot or so-so? Mine was okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have a ton of super exciting 
things. I've got a lot of Disney Plus again. Oh, do you? But okay. Yeah. I feel like this is the time of the year, especially during the holidays, where th- things slow down mm-hmm. a lot when it comes to just announcements and stuff like that. And they pick back up like in late January, early February. Right. Uh, in the springtime. So anyway, what do you got? What do you got over there? Because it looks like you have some really cool rendering, art rendering stuff going on over there. So that's the Disneyland Magic Happens Parade that's mm. coming February 28th. Yep. And this just kind of goes into a little bit of detail about what there might be. Um, we've got Mickey Mouse, who's going to be leading the daytime spectacular at downtown Main Street, USA. Again, this is in Disneyland, not Disney World. And just a couple other highlights. Of course, they will have some Frozen 2, Anna and Elsa, who will be there. Um, they've got a new soundtrack that they will be playing, um, some some music that they've scored for the parade. Um, they've also have the mystical water spirit will be there as as well as Kristoff, Sven, and Olaf. So um, they'll have a Moana float and a Coco float. Looks like, I mean, are you seeing all the renderings? Yeah, these these floats look look great. And you have the fairy godmothers as well. Yeah. And there's Cinderella, yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, Yeah. Aurora. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so they've got some Look pretty neat-looking floats. This bump. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah, I am I mean, I would be really excited. I like with the Coco float, they have the bridge, you know, getting mm. into the... Yeah, under- with the golden leaves. Yeah. I see that. See, I didn't pick up on that until you said something. Yeah, so they've got a lot of really neat-looking floats. That's interesting. You know, it's been over well over three years since... Now, this is a daytime parade. I get it. And... Over at Walt Disney World, you have the festival parade during the day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Disneyland always seems to get all the cool parades. Like, they really what do. What is up with that? Why Disney, is Disney World I mean, Disney, I mean, Disneyland. I say Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah Disneyland it. gets all the cool parades. Disney World, it's been well over three years since we've had a nighttime parade over there. We're lacking. Yeah, we really are. They need to get on it. Let's see here. What do we got? Um... Well, Disney becomes the first movie studio to cross $10 billion at Worldwide Box Office, by the way. According to a report on Variety, the studio has generated $3.28 billion in North America and $6.7 billion overseas for a global haul of $9.997 billion. Yes, you heard me right. Wow. Ooh, oh, my They're gosh. just rolling in it, right? And is expected to officially cross the benchmark within the next day. After the success of Avengers Endgame and The Lion King, Disney destroyed its own milestone set in 2016 with $7.6 billion back in July. So they got $2 billion more. This is crazy. What's more, it goes on to say that the studio hit the new record prior to the arrival of Star Wars, which is the rise of Skywalker. You know, it comes out on December 20th, by the way. I bought my tickets. Do you have your tickets? No. That? We're going, I'm going with Hefe, our Star Wars guru, and Colin. Can't wait. Back in August, Disney set another new record for having five movie titles. We talked about this. Avenger, Endgame, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, and the Lion, or Cap, Lion King Captain Marvel cross $1 billion in a single year. So, Frozen 2 has already earned $920 million since its release on November 22nd, 2019, and will shortly become the sixth film to join the rankings in 2019. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker... One, you know, it could Would make probably it seven. make it seven. So seven dude, movies. That's in one year. Like it's a- after paying everything off and how much it costs to produce all these films, right? To pay all the actors, and, to, right? Right. 
and software and all that stuff and animation and yeah the actors and the set design and location and location and stuff like that and just producing it i wonder you know what a, you know a gazillion's left over like a gazillion's probably more than is gazillion a real number it probably isn't but what i'm trying to say there's so much left over we can't even fathom probably how much is left over how can disney with that kind of money how can they keep raising prices like how much of that's going to go towards parks and resorts and does any of that money from the film industry you think it dumped into is it all the same bucket or do they have movie bucket oh it's all separate entities right. but still when it comes to sharing the money and the wealth i mean i know you got shareholders and everything else but wow i mean like this for is a me, lot of the money way i think of it is well no wonder they're able to roll out this many huge inexpensive and costly movies because they have so much that they have already been built up so they can continue to keep making these movies. You know, when you're starting out, you can't make a whole bunch of movies all in one year because it costs so much and you have to wait for the revenue to come back in. Well, they they don't have 10 that billion. problem. 10 billion. Right. They don't have that 10, problem. 10 billion dollars. You know, and I've, I've been watching on Disney Plus, speaking of Disney Plus, I've been watching a lot of these Imagineering videos mm-hmm. and just back in the day. And what's really cool is Disney hasn't been biased with their videos. They've been blatantly honest. When there's a dark period, there's a dark period. When Disney doesn't have money and they have to lay off hundreds or thousands of people, they, they, talk, just, about it. they just talk about it. You've been watching them too? That's awesome. I haven't. So, but, just... but, but they talk about it. And they even have animators and Imagineers at some points being interviewed bashing Disney for this stuff, right? I even forget where I'm going with this one, but I mean, like, I don't think, how could Disney fall back into a financial dark period with all this money that's coming in? Like, that's a lot of money. But they do a lot with the money, too. I mean, they're constantly changing the parks. They're constantly. 10 billion. I know. I know. It's a huge, huge amount. And these movies are doing well as well. I have a story up here right now that the Golden Globes, um, they where actually i think i've got it on a different one they have i think it was 11 yeah they have for their nominations there have been 11 categories that disney is in 11 so they've been of, nominated for 11 of, different categories yes out of i i want to say there's or, 25 yeah the company picks there's 25 categories disney to be is, nominated for mm-hmm. okay got it has already is already been nominated for 11 of those 25 so almost half Right. Now, you have to keep in mind that that is because Disney has pretty much everything. They own 20th Century Fox, FX, Fox Searchlight, Hulu. So they own all of those, and that kind of counts in the 11. And they probably own the Golden Globes. Right. (laughs) I kid, I kid. I know. I'm telling you, they own the world. Um, But just because we've been talking about just the animated film, best motion picture has been Frozen 2. The Lion King and Toy Story 4 have been nominated. And then original song is Into the Unknown from Frozen 2 and Spirit from The Lion King. So those are two of the actual Disney animated films. Crazy. Right. So this next story is going to hit home a little bit here. Okay. 
Drury, Drury Hotels to build first property in Disney Springs Resort area. So Drury, if you don't know, started here in Missouri and their first hotel was a condemned hotel that they refurbished in Cape Toronto. Okay. And then they moved down to like Springfield and Joplin area and then spread all over the, uh, yeah, like the southeast is where they, you know, Tennessee. Okay. Um, all the way down into like Georgia and things like that. So now they're making their way down all the way into Orlando. They're at Disney Springs. The company is developing its largest property to date. And some of these properties are pretty big. I've stayed in some big ones. Like uh, there's is a- Is the jewelry in the one who gives you the cookies? Yeah. And you can eat dinner they provide dinner as no, part of their no or is it double tree oh i don't i don't somebody know somebody gives you like the hot Cookies? cookie like you get a warm cookie when you go there i want it might be double tree well, jury does better it. than that they will provide you alcoholic beverages and dinner and breakfast what? yeah that's part of their room package really yeah okay i didn't know that and the, i've stayed there every single time for about 100 bucks after taxes and a sweet wow. yeah and they're very nice rooms anyway so they're building their first property. They're going to welcome guests spring of 2021. The new property located in the Disney Springs Resort area is the company's first official Walt Disney World Hotel and the fourth Drury Inn in the state. So in the state of Florida, the entire project, which includes 604 rooms and more than 12,000 square feet of meeting space will be completed by the end of 2021 with the first 264 rooms available by spring of 2021. The new hotel will feature a host of amenities and is close proximity, obviously, to Walt Disney World theme park. So it goes on to talk about just how much land it sits on. Let's see here. The hotel will be able to... Oh, here we go. The ho- I was looking for this. The hotel will be able to be booked as part of a Walt Disney World Resort vacation package. So they're going to be a good neighbor hotel. Yeah. So Drury will also offer transportation to and from the theme parks, as well as to other surrounding attractions. Good for them. This is great. So anyway... Chuck Drury, thank you so much. That's awesome. I mean, it really is. He, and he started he started this whole process in Cape Girardeau, Missouri uh-huh. with a condemned hotel that he refurbed. And it spread like crazy. And looking at your notes here, the hotel is going to have a pool, a splash pad, a poolside cabana bar and grill, an extensive marketplace for some grab-and-go food. So, I mean, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm anxious to see the design of it all. I've seen some concepts already, and it looks like a standard jury in. When I initially read the the article, I was hoping to see a little bit of diversity from their other hotels because it is there in Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Not that I want, as I call the Disney throw up, you know, with Mickey and Minnie plaster all over the place. Don't need all that. What I was expecting was a more elegant design, but... It just looks like a very grander Drury Inn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. And yeah. when did it say? Did it say when it was 20, coming? Yeah, 2021. Spring of 2021. Yeah, spring of so we have a while to wait. Yep, yep. All right. So I have a few Baby Yoda things. Yeah, what do you got? He's just my favorite. I just love him so much. Um so this was a fun one. Disney Plus and Baby Yoda are the top Google 2019 trending searches. So Disney Plus for is, all of 2019. Well, Disney Plus is the top one. It had some help from Baby Yoda, um, but Disney Plus, in and of itself, is a number one top trending Google search in the United States. Um, but it says that Baby Yoda was 
like for a short time, the trending for a short time. Um, his official name is obviously the child, but nobody calls him the child. Everybody, it, it is Baby Yoda. Right. So the Mandalorian calls him the child. The right. Mandalorian well, I'm himself. I'm saying nobody, like nobody refers to him. No. Oh, like person. us, the fans. We don't call the him fans. the child. Right. Got it. So w- he is known to us as Baby Yoda, but. If you search for babies, Baby Yoda beats out Baby Shark, Royal Baby, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West Baby. It is the number one baby search is Baby Yoda. Doesn't that surprise me at all? I have Googled it a few times myself. So I I have added to their Google searches. Have you ever Googled Baby Yoda? No, I have not. Really? No. Yeah, I just, I can't get enough of Baby Yoda. Let's see what pops up. We'll, We'll type in Baby Yoda. So some of the other searches. There, it's, ha- it's top. I just typed in baby and it's See, at the very you. top. Baby Yoda, baby shark. Baby, baby shark. Baby Yoda mean, mean. Baby Yoda plush. plush. Yeah. Baby wow. names. Let's see. What, what pops up? Just a bunch of like little cute videos of baby Yoda. The first thing that pops up, baby Yoda has conquered the world. <laughs> That's yeah, the first thing that he pops has. up. He really has. That's why I keep talking about him. In an article about Google and baby Yoda. So there you go. Yeah. So wow. something else just kind of to relate baby Yoda as well. Um, We've got Bob Iger. He is he on the front cover of Time Magazine, and he is on the... Oh, do you have this article as well? Oh No, I don't. So he is business person of the year, and check out that photo. Someone painted that? Isn't that hilarious? That's a painting. Is that a painting? Well, yeah, it's a painting. I'm guessing. That's a hol- drawing no, of some sort. That, that's hilarious. That's but funny. But it's Bob Iger holding Baby Yoda. And Baby Yoda looks like he's drinking some coffee. Or whatever yeah. he's drinking. And his coffee. Little, looks like the, coffee. The soup that he has from the last, what, two episodes ago? Oh, is that what he's it is? He's still holding it, right? So I do have to give, talking about Baby Yoda, I got to give a shout out to one of our loyal listeners, Andrew. Uh, he sent me in the mail last week a Baby Yoda Christmas ornament. Oh my goodness. So they don't make those. He 3D printed this thing and hand painted him and his son and sent it to me. I should have brought it in, but it's really cool. It is super cool. Maybe I have a picture of it. See if I do. Yeah. If you don't, you have to send me a picture. So that's while you're looking for that. That's I told you I have a couple Disney plus. It's mainly Disney. Oh my. Look at that. Whoa. Isn't that awesome? He made that? Yeah, he made that thing. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. So if you want a baby Yoda. You got to get a hold of. Yeah. So email us. Mousecapadespodcast.gmail.com. And I'll forward that to our loyal listener, Andrew. Is and he making them and selling them? Um, I think his son is. Okay. Yeah. So I would give out our phone number. But guess what, man? We lost our phone number. We did? We did lose our phone number. Aye, aye, aye. I don't know why. I don't know how. I, is it something I texted or said? I have no idea. But you got in I was just sent a message a week ago saying, you've lost your texting number. So... We use it all the time. I don't know why we lost it. So I got to get a new texting number for the podcast. So if you've been trying to text, by the way, listeners, and you're getting reason for it. So I don't know who's responding to you, but uh, we don't have it anymore. It's not Nick. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead. Can I go to the next story? Do you mind if I? No, don't go to the next story. Yeah, I have something else to say. Okay. All right. What do you got? Okay. I found it. I just had one more Baby Yoda report. It says that reports suggest that Disney has lost... He's up for adoption. $2.7 oh. million dollars because of ba- Baby Yoda. How? Because they did not capitalize on how much people were going to be obsessed with him. They decided they weren't going to release and make any sort of merchandise, like Baby Yoda merchandise. And so everywhere else is picking up on it because everybody knows how much Baby Yoda is wanted. And 
So other companies are grabbing Baby Yoda up and they're selling Baby Yoda plush and Baby Yoda this. And so they're losing all of this money because they didn't do it first. Can they continue to do so? So like, what do you do? Buy the rights to the image of Baby Yoda? Like, how does that work? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. But um, let's see. We've got... It's all unofficial. I think I guess that's how you have to classify it as unofficial Baby Yoda merchandise, Um, and it's being sold by Amazon merchants. And they, but the thing is, is they didn't want to release any of the Baby Yoda because they wanted it to be a surprise. So that's why they didn't do any of this background. Like, hey, let's get Baby Yoda out there first. And so other people just picked up on it, and they're the first ones. So although Disney, I mean, whatever. So it's, I'm on Amazon. I just typed in Baby Yoda. Shirts come up like crazy. Figurines. Oh, there are there actually is figurines. Look at that. Funko. Funko. Yeah, Funko. Yeah. So this says Disney though. Plush. A Disney plush. Toy. It says plush toy. I thought there was just plushes. I don't know. Plushies. Um, mugs. There's only one thing from Disney. Everything else is a whole bunch of different companies. You're, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it says here that the Funko wasn't even supposed to come out until 2020. It's supposed to be released in the spring, but so here it is on, on Amazon already. The only thing that's on Amazon by Disney for Baby Yoda is Star Wars The Child Plush Toy. It's 11 inches. <laughs> it's so Small cute. Yoda-like soft figure from The Mandalorian. I kind of want This 11-inch Child Plush Toy will capture the hearts of Star Wars fans everywhere. Inspired by the Disney Plus series The Mandalorian. The adorable figure with green skin, big ears, and large eyes resembles a baby Yoda, or yeah, but is referred to as the child. Baby Yoda loves long walks on the beach. Oh, stop. The toy plush has a soft body. Oh, yes. Soft. (laughs) Plus a sturdy base. So sturdy. Filled with beans. (laughs) Perfect for cuddling or display. As a collectible. Well, I did want the, it until you started reading it like this. And now I'm like, oh my. The character wears his robes as seen in the show. Star Wars fans will love ta- uh, taking on the role of the Mandalorian bounty hunter and caring for the child on their own. Aww. $24.99. Yeah, there you go. $24.99. Did you like that? Yeah. No. Oh, no? <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Creepy. Your turn. Go again. Come no, you're, the, you're, you're up. You had something you, you want to share. It, you call me creepy? What's up with that? <laughs> um, do I have something I want to share? Oh, Disney Cruise Line's Terminal 8 uh, in Port Canaveral, by the way. It's going to be closed for five months in 2020. Oh. So I wonder if this affects uh, my potential cruise that I'm wanting to take this June. Let's see here. It's going to be closed from June to October. So, yes. It will. Uh, but it says here, it's though. just one of the terminals. Yeah, because it says, you know, cruises will go on as usual. Let's see. I think it says that somewhere around here. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, they'll be doing a construction, renovation, equipping uh, of Cruise Terminal 8 and Cruise Terminal 10, including terminal, uh, let's see here, improvements, a new passenger boarding bridge that includes new luggage screening building, uh, renovation of the first and second floor. Uh, Yeah. I don't think this is actually going to affect sailings, though. Oh, I'm sure it won't. They'll no. they'll figure it all out. Yeah. So yeah, this port is to minimize the effects on passengers. Yeah, there you go. And will not impact right there. Disney Cruise Line sailings, as prior agreement was set in place for terminal use of Terminal Ten. So there you go. All right. Yeah. 
These terminals are no joke, though. They're really cool. They are? Oh my gosh, they're amazing. So yes. if you go on other cruises, terminals are really boring. It's like... Not Disney. Really? Well, that makes me excited. They got stuff you can look at, TVs going, a whole bunch of people to help you out as far as the eye can see. Like, seriously. It reminds me, like, other cruises remind me of being, like, traveling international and being stuck in that, like, international line waiting to get your bags checked again. Oh, How it's just, like, the airport and drab and boring and there's nothing to do or see. So, Disney reminds me of an old train station. Like that, the glamour of being traveling at an elegant train station, hmm. but yet very modern. It's really cool. Wow. Super cool. They do it right with everything. All right. So Disney is at it again. The company has submitted a patent for a new high-speed projection system. They are so techie. Disney is. So they're putting two and two together. The patent suggests that Disney is going to be developing a way to upgrade the projected projection show. So. Oh, really? This is called the high speed projection onto dynamic moving objects. So the. Quite a mouthful right there. The HSPDMO. There you go. If you want to make an acronym out of it, you sure can. So they're going to have moving objects that they will be playing the projections on to. Instead of just a projection and moving objects done. Wait a minute. So, okay. I wasn't listening to you. Did you? Are the objects going to be moving? They're going to be projecting on things that will be moving? Yes. Whoa. So the projector has to keep up with the objects that are moving and where they move to. What the heck's going to be moving? I don't know. Nothing moves right now. Right. Well, it will be. So it's a patent that was published on November 21st. I wonder if it's going to be deal. Dude. Dude. Uh oh. He's Could this excited. be nighttime floats? Oh, I. Could this be night for nighttime floats for a nighttime parade? I wish. They really need something. Those move, right? I'm trying to think sure. of like at the castle and things like that. What moves? Nothing moves. I don't know. It says new technology would allow Disney to use projection mapping on faster moving objects. Currently, the um, technology only allows project mapping on objects that move very slowly. Or stationary. Or stationary. I'm trying to think of what moves slowly that they even have it on. So, well, okay. Maybe a a ball, a Water, snowflake, confetti, foliage. So... You know, if we've got leaves that are oh, blowing around, like that kind of stuff, the curtains. That. You could make floats turn into anything if they could if they could somehow do that. Wouldn't it be neat? parade floats? All right, sorry. I know. So let's cross our fingers that you are right with that. Um, do we want to talk about Haunted Mansion Disneyland? It's going to get a refurb to extend refurbishment into 2020. Disneyland has confirmed that the Haunted Mansion will be undergoing a lengthy refurbishment. Were you done? I'm sorry. I'm just you looking at here. You were done. Well, oh, my bad. I cut you off. I, I was done, and I thought the article was done because it just says, like, oh, what's it for? And I thought that's where the article oh, stopped. Here you but go. it actually doesn't. So they are just thinking that it's going to continue to be for the projection shows. They don't say anything about a parade. Okay. Hmm. To put use for well, Epcot's Disney, upcoming nighttime spectacular. That. So, yeah. Nothing as exciting as you're thinking. So, this refurbishment over at Haunted Mansion taking place beginning in January 
following an extended run of the Haunted Mansion Holiday. In previous years, Haunted Mansion Holiday has closed immediately after the holiday season to remove the overlay. So, you know, the overlay with, you know, um, Jack the Pumpkin King and mm-hmm. and that whole thing. Uh, which was, from what I learned from Disney+, Plus, like people really complained about that in the beginning when they started doing that, but I think it blended nicely. When it reopened, It's a Small World Holiday would close for its changeover. Let's see here. This year, however, It's a Small World Holiday will close on January 7th with the Haunted Mansion holiday not closing until January 21st, allowing for an extended refurbishment that could last into April. Disneyland, what's up? So they close it to To remove the overlay. Yeah. Okay. But this is going to be an extended refurb. Disneyland officials say that the ride will return refreshed, but that no updates are scheduled. Look for new paint, plus other necessary repairs and mechanical systems and animatronics. It says the last day to ride Haunted Mansion holiday this season will be January 20th of 2020. Okay. All what right. else do you have? Uh, you sure? Yeah. Okay. One, two, next. Oh, yeah. Disney gives a comp one-day park hopper guests, uh, hopper pass to guests unable to ride the Resistance on opening day. So that ride, you know, uh, Resistance. Let's see here. It's called it's called Star Wars: Rise of Resistance. They're in Star Wars: Galaxy Edge. Yeah. Okay. Have you been, have you watched any YouTube clips of that? I have. Watched the ride? It looks really cool. It does look amazing. So it people weren't able to ride it. Was something wrong? Oh, it kept shutting down and stuff, and it just boarding queues were way too long. So for the second day in a row, uh, you know, boarding queues filled completely up early in the morning. Even prior to the park even officially opening, Disney put up a note reminding guests that joining a boarding group does not guarantee the ability to experience Star Wars Rise of Resistance. And for many, that's exactly actually what happened. This is what Disney put out. Unfortunately, we cannot accommodate your boarding group. This is if it came to you and you already like signed on for a boarding group. You will receive a FastPass Plus valid tomorrow for any attraction, including Rise of the Resistance, plus a complimentary one-day park hopper ticket. Whoa. So I laugh at the FastPass Plus because that's like Disney's answer to everything. Right, but But a one-day ticket ticket, on top of it. And so I printed out the ticket that was actually being sent to to guests. Look at that. It's, It's valid through 2030. Oh, my goodness. I know. Okay. Yeah, end of the well, year, the 31st of December, 2030. So I was thinking, what a bummer if that was the only day you were going to be there and your flight mm. leaves the next yeah. day. Like, you don't get to go on it. But this ticket is not going to expire in a week. So you're good. I was shocked it extended to 2030. And I'm sure that was probably a lot of people who got that ticket. Oh, yeah. I wish I was one. I know. I wouldn't. I don't think I would be upset about not being able to go on the ride. Like, I wonder. So how cool would this have been? If I wonder if you could potentially people who have fast passes, could you just join a boarding? No, you'd have to have a resort reservation for that boarding group. Yeah, I was gonna say because if you had a fast pass and you just went into the MDE account and signed up for a boarding group to get in, would you've automatically been assigned this ticket and you weren't even traveling to Disney? Oh, you know what I'm saying. Because your because your because your uh, your annual pass is going to be already tethered and you know with your MDE account, so you can go anytime and get fast passes at any time. Oh, yeah. So, so could have. I wonder if you could have, but I bet you, like last time when I was there for Star Wars Galaxy Edge, the opening, you had to be at the resort in order to actually put in for a boarding pass. Probably. So you had to be you know already have a reservation. That would. Anyway, make sense. all right. Um. So. 
back to Disney Plus. It's been out for a month, and I'm really surprised that The Mandalorian didn't receive this um, nomination, but the show, what is it, Tago? Have you heard of that one? No. It has received a nomination for... Togo, right? Togo. Is it Togo? Togo? T-O-G-O. Yeah, Togo, right? Yeah. Togo. It's Anyways, it's been nominated by the Writers Guild of America in the original long-form category. Um, and it's alongside True Detective from HBO, um, The Terror from AMC, but Togo has also been nominated as well. I'm thinking so, it's Togo. I don't know. Yeah, I have, hey, I have no idea. It's definitely one I'm teachers, going to add. Two teachers here. I know. Togo right. would be T-O-G-G-O, right? But Togo, like Coco, right? It's okay. C-O-C-O, T-O-G-O. All right. Well, it's like, a heartwarming story about a boy. The long and- O sound. One. Okay, never mind. You're the first grade teacher here, girl. Come on now. You're teaching our youth. I'm teaching our youth. Oh, geez. They're screwed. All right. They are. Sorry, guys. The English language is hard. Anyways. Not really. It's I know. There's easy. there's probably actually people out there who are really yelling at us right now and not very happy with us. Yeah, they can show it. Sorry. Sorry. Anyways, it's a heartwarming story about a boy and his dog. Um, and it's an against all odds tension um, sort of movie. So it's definitely something that I think I'm going to. I love dogs. I've never seen anything about this. I haven't even seen, like, it hasn't even popped up in my queue of, like, hey, you might like this or this is trending. So it's something I'm going to go ahead and look up um, and and check out. Are you going to check it out, too? Uh, I'm looking it up right now to see what it looks like. Um, I just figured the, the Mandalorian would have been up there. Let's see here. How to pronounce Togo. I'm, I'm going to say it's Togo. Do you say Tago? What do you think? I, I'm going to... I don't, don't even know, know which one okay. I even Here we originally go. Let's said. go. Let's go. Oh, I just typed it in. It's pronounced Togo. Togo. Nick Togo. was right. Remind me not to put my child in your class. Well, I do teach first grade. You teach third. Yeah. Don't so. put your child in my class either. Yeah. I yeah. Do, you know, it's just we're not there in first grade. Huh? What? We're not pronouncing that. We're, we're, what are you talking we're, about? We're doing CVC words. Oh, like cat? Well, for the first two weeks. Okay. <laughs> of, the, of the school year. <laughs> You're still stuck on the first two weeks. We're it's, in sneaky it's, it's the end of December here, we're people. We're Oh, my gosh. All right, moving along. E-A. Moving along. On. We've made fun of ourselves enough. Can I talk I about Bill Nye? Please, go okay. on. So, Bill Nye, the science guy, we all loved him, and I stopped loving him about a year ago when he called anybody who believed in the Bible stupid. Uh, so I stopped really liking the guy at that point. Aww, oh, man, yeah, did he, he did. really? Oh, I my love gosh, Bill yes. Nye. Oh, yeah. You just ruined my Bill Nye. Sorry, I'm sorry. But, I mean, it's good to know. Oh, yeah, he went on this big rant about uh, people who believe in Genesis and the Bible that they're they're stupid people. Yeah. Way to it, go, Bill. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so I like, lost all respect for him and everything. So, But it's his opinion, I guess, you know, like. I, I shouldn't say res- the way he went about it. I lost respect. Okay, you can believe what you want to believe, but that's what I was about to say. No, yeah, you just can't go around calling people stupid. I'm not going to be like going off on him for what he believes in. You right. know what I'm saying? So let's hear Bill Nye, the Science Guy's lawsuit against Disney finally heading to trial. So it's been going on forever, dude. We talked about this years ago. The lawsuit filed by Bill Nye back in August of 2017 against the Walt Disney Company has finally been given a trial date after four amended complaints. 
So Nye is suing Disney for $28 million, claiming that the company underpaid profits from his 1990s television show, the one that we grew up loving, right? Right. And we still Bill watch Nye. to this day. In our classrooms. We do. Uh, he is also, so like he thinks he was underpaid, right? So he is also suing for punitive damages, saying that Disney has a long and consistent pattern of underpaying or underreporting revenue and improperly applying deductions. Interesting, because mm. they've been slapped with that a few times by different entities and people. Delays, including Disney's attempt to get the case moved down to an account accounting spec uh, spectacle and an uh, interpretation of the contract. Excuse me, can I can I re can I reread that again? Delays Same, yeah. included Disney's attempt to get the case moved down to an accounting spectacle and an interpretation of the contract. Disney also claimed that Nye waited too long to question and profit statements, uh, waited too long to question any profit statements that he received. Really, Disney? Disney goes and they'll sue people for things that happened eons ago, like 20 plus years ago. In this response, Nye claimed that the statements lacked detail. Los Angeles Superior Court judge ruled that the trial will continue but only with statements issued after January 8th, 2011, which is exactly three years before Nye requested an audit. Uh, an additional $9 million lawsuit claiming that Disney was in breach of their fiduciary duty was dismissed. The trial is expected to begin in May. So, to be continued hmm. in May. What do you think? I mean... Uh, I don't know. We'll find out, man. I just kind of think that, like... Don't you sign a contract? How are you underpaid for something? Right. You sign a contract. You say this you is how much you you're going to make. make. Right. So, I mean. Unless the contract states otherwise that you'll make X amount of dollars based on X, Y, and Z. Maybe. Well, maybe was X, why. Y, and Z underreported? You know? And that's what he's going after. Okay. I can Who knows? That. I don't know. What do you got? I'm, that's I'm, it. So, I'm fresh out. Really? Yeah. I'm at. I'm oh, done dude, too. Oh, dude. I'm fresh out. That's only... 37 minutes, quick episode today. That's not bad, yeah. All right. Listeners, if you're interested in being a guest on our show, have a question or comment, or something you want that free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with us. You can email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com, or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net, or stephanie.spalaza at yourstorytravel.com. Yeah, get a hold of me. Woohoo. Check out our, uh, well, actually, we're not doing <laughs> the Disney 411 DJ headliner. Oh my gosh. What that last, like, a month something like that it was so it was time cons- it was dude extremely time consuming anyway so don't check I it out pro- <laughs> i should probably put a strike right through that one so stephanie ohana unfortunately i think it is about that time peace have a magical day goodbye farewell be on your merry way we are going to miss you every single day. So long, adieu, ta-ta and toodaloo. On my merry way, I'll always think of you. On land, or sand, or gravel. Oh, with the roads we travel, unravel. It's more fun with two. It's always me and you. And together, we will stay. Through warm or stormy weather, we'll always be together, forever, for within my heart. If we 
should ever part We'll be never far away from each other We'll be never far away Dum 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 d